entrepreneur should have a vision or a thought process doing this from right from scratch uh, starting off his startup itself when you start a startup you need to be all ears open all eyes open wherever you get an opportunity it's an opportunity for an in, for a startup to get your product seen like we were also in the same mood we start from over a wide range of sectors as we started our trials and uh, we have identified certain pain points of industries which we believed that this is the right place for zaima to scale up because every customer seg- segments which are you are selecting needs something for the next future of your company itself to scale up into a global market everyone i am pranojit and welcome to another episode of deep tech musings i'm glad to have with us today nishant who is the founder of zaima analytics a deep tech startup with a mission to enhance industrial automation using iot enabled sensors zaima counts the likes of reliance industries exxon mobil bharat petroleum others as its clients and recently also won the ages graham bell innovation awards nishant welcome to the show and congratulations on the award uh, hi everyone thank you pranojit thanks for the uh, warm welcome and thanks for the uh, great intro for zaima analytics tell us more about this award right so uh the recently we won the ages grahambel award for our innovation in low cost technology what we have done is we have uh, usually in one of the refrigerants uh if you want to measure the level of a cylinder how usually used to be done uh, for an example let's take an example of an lpg cylinder we have seen in our Uh, homes most of the indian homes we see the level of cylinder just by lifting it all the lpg cylinders right that is not possible in industrial cylinders which is of heavy size so what we have done is we have developed a sensor which is of very low cost technology that can be fixed on bottom of this cylinder just by attaching using some magnets and our ultrasonic sensor we can measure the level of cylinder continuously 24 into 7 and provide the feedback to the end user accurately with an accuracy of 1 percentage awesome that's really interesting to know and i believe that embodies the uh, very essence of zaima and the kind of work <laughs> that you're doing right yes. so so we are 99% accurate on the measurement with an error, error of plus or minus 1 1 percentage so that uh, where innovation is thriving the zaima uh, based on the client requirements great so uh, nishan talk us through uh, your background a bit and then what motivated you to start zaima in the first place right uh, i am a researcher turned entrepreneur when i say a researcher turned entrepreneur i started my journey as a scientist in fluid control research institute after my bachelor's and masters from anna university where i was involved in different research projects Uh, people who don't know about FCRA, FCRA is Fluid Controlled Research Institute, developed with the help of United Nations Development Program. Uh, this is one of the largest laboratory in Southeast Asia doing the measurement and calibration of flow products. Any flow products, something similar to the petrochemical industries, nuclear industries. I have the privilege of working with different sectors of industries like aerospace, ISRO, BARC, Baba Atomic Research Center. even in nuclear uh, submarine design sections 
So where I was involved in all these uh, hydraulic design and systems and validation of the same in my laboratory, I met Professor Krishnan from IIT Madras after uh, my MTech graduation while I was working in FCRA itself, where I was founding this technology using ultrasonics to be much more of fascinating to me. I came to Professor Krishnan uh, to develop a flow sensor using ultrasonics, and he has given me a product named guided, Ultrasonic Guided Wave Technologies, where we are helping the industries to measure critical parameters using this technology. Then I joined Professor Krishnan to continue my PhD and my postdoctoral research along with him at IIT Madras, where uh, we have tested these sensors in different industries as trails, where we have seen the potential of this technology across different sectors, where the commercial potential of this technology has been seen visibly from different sectors, starting from petrochemical, metal manufacturers, glass manufacturers, etc. And of course, my co-founders, Professor Krishnan Balasurumanyam and Professor Prabhupada Jagopal, who are my mentors during my research period in center, were also be motivating me to start this into a startup. Of course, my passion in this technology and the interest in this technology fueled up my motivation to make Zaima. <laughs> that's always great to hear. In fact, that's a very strong founding team that you have and uh, very uh, heartening also to hear the name of IIT Madras coming up. Uh, that never surprises me, the kind, uh, this institute which leads in all these deep tech uh, startups coming up. Yes, yes. Of course, because the environment and the uh, ecosystem is helping every innovator to think differently. So how the innovation can motivate this country into a great production company hub and taking our products at least and the make, make in India product right now is rising up. And right now I think this is the time for India to lead into the global market, into a strong manufacturing hub for the global market. Uh, great. So ca can you now help us understand what is the problem at the core that Zyma is looking to solve and then what are the products that it has come up with to solve that problem? Right. So before jumping into the exact problem statement, I would like to explain more on what is Zyma. So we are a deep tech startup enhancing the industrial automation using our patented ultrasonic wavegate-based sensors. When we talk about wavegate, a wavegate is nothing but a thin metallic or a ceramic material. It can be in a rod shape or a scale shape or a strip kind of material, typically of diameters from 1 mm to 3 mm. And it can go as long as close to 50 meters of length. What we do is we send ultrasonic sound waves on these wires to do the critical measurements across industries. When we See the problem statement from the industry perspective. There are certain parameters that has to be measured continuously in many of the manufacturing and process industries. Especially temperature is one of the most critical parameters to be measured continuously in these okay. industries. When we see the existing sensors that are currently available in the market, most of the sensors that are currently available in the market are of single point measurement. And second, it is a single parameter measurement. We can't measure multiple parameters using a single sensor. When it comes to the temperature side, these sensors, the temperature sensors, the existing temperature sensors such as 
thermocouple, RTD or pyrometer, most of these sensors tends to fail at high temperature application that is beyond 500 degree Celsius, where we are providing a simple metallic wire or a ceramic material into a sensor that can provide multi-point measurement using a single medium of material and that too using a single wire we can extract multiple parameters when dipped into the fluid medium. That is a core advantage of our product. So currently we have three hardware products. The first one named Mutimaps, which can do multi-point temperature measuring system. The second one is Ports, where we can measure portable rheology and temperature sensor is the name of elaboration of Ports, where we can measure multiple parameters such as viscosity, density, and level of fluid at high temperatures simultaneously using a single material dipped into it. The third one is STAR, where we are using level of different fluids at high temperature applications. The fourth one is our software products, where our IoT and the data analytics platform are currently getting used as a user interface to the end user. Coming, <clears throat> coming back to the traction, what we have seen, we have seen this sensors in different sectors of industries, starting from petrochemical industries like BPCL and IOCL and metal industries like Vedanta or Tata Steel are currently testing our sensors in their plants. And what benefit and value proposition we are giving to the end user when compared to the existing sensor? Though there are existing conventional sensors, whenever the sensors fails, there are still zones where manual interventions are taking place. And these zones are hazardous and especially the measurements are taken in hostile environments, which is directly affecting the laborer who is involved in the measurement itself. Where okay. our sensors are robust and we provide more dense measurement using a single point of entry and with an increased sensor life to the end user. Okay, that's a great overview. In fact, that covers a lot of uh, questions that were popping up in my mind as you went through. So, okay. uh, do you have uh, patents uh, currently around this uh, technology? Right. Currently, we have close to 15 plus intellectual properties backing this technology, of which few of them are already granted in both India and in US. Oh, great. Okay, so now this is kind of a new technology as uh, as a grasp from you, and you mentioned quite few big names uh, as your current uh, traction. Yes. So, what were some of the initial say activation hurdles you faced to make these clients trust and try your product, uh, and not even a product, a new technology in itself? Right? How did uh, you overcome those uh, hurdles? Yeah, so uh, that's that's where the ecosystem has helped us a lot. The ecosystem of IIT Madras has helped us uh, to do those trials as pilot trials in industries. Before launch of Zyma into a company itself, we have done lots of background R&D trials of the same technology in different sectors of industries. Uh, starting from Mumbai refinery, we have done close to two installations before formation of Zyma itself. And St. Gobain, one of the leading glass manufacturer, we have done close to five to six number of trials. And this product has been reiterated again and again to match the industry criteria. 
because there we have understood the challenges of transforming a technology from lab to the existing industrial environment. We seen the challenges fitting into the industrial environments and uh, adapting of people to new technology was difficult. Convincing them to adapt to the new technology was difficult. But when we have shown the advantage of our technology when compared to the existing one, and we have shown them the reliability of the results, it has given them much more confidence on our technology. So building that confidence took some years that has been in the previous itself. But right now we are in the tractions in the, in the, in the right God speed is moving up into the uh, new markets as well. Great, great to hear on that. So you mentioned briefly about the technologies at play here. And you also mentioned that you have a software layer on top of it and the analytics layer on top of it. Uh, can you highlight or detail out a bit more on that? So uh, on the uh, major technologies, what we are doing the measurement. So the existing sensors that are currently available are of a different range of temperatures. Whereas we can do the measurement from minus 100 degrees Celsius to 1400 degrees Celsius over different range of materials. We can measure the molten metal temperature. In corrosive environments, we have done some measurements and in few of the hostile environments where it is of much corrosive to the sensor itself, we have shown some measurements to the end user. And when it comes to the rheology measurement, uh, we have measured viscosity of different profiles. In fact, one of the lubrication industries, we went there and uh, they were asking us to identify, using your sensor unit to identify, tell us which one is the used and which one is the uh, fresh one. They have given few samples to us covered in different test tubes. So, but we were, uh, uh, the technology was sufficient and trained enough to distinguish which one is used and which one is a fresh one. A simple example of how the data analytics platform come into picture. Any data analytics platform requires dense data points as an information to be getting trained. Where we are using physics-based models into our data analytics platform itself to provide a three-dimensional or in a soft sensing model to the end user itself. Suppose if the client wants to measure a pipeline and he has access only to one direction or one angle of the pipeline itself can be accessed and the remaining are completely inaccessible. Using that one zone of accessibility, whether we can measure the three-dimensional temperature profile of an asset where we can incorporating our sensor informations along with some physics-based models incorporated into it. And we are providing the three-dimensional temperature profile to the end user, where we can measure the temperature properties in the unaccessible zones too. So that's where uh, we are different from the existing data analytics and the dashboard players who are currently vis showing visually only the data alone, but we are providing the physics-based model itself to the end user using our data analytics platform and the dashboard system. Got it. And that, I believe, would be a real value-add since uh, you're saving, not only saving cost in a way, but uh, you're saving manpower as yeah, well. Yeah, this will give more insights into the end user to take some corrective actions then and there 
whenever the process is running. And simple example is lots of shutdowns in industry are happening because of the uncontrolled process parameters controlling. For example, if the during the process, if the end user wants to control certain heating parameters, he doesn't have a sensor to give him more insights when to control those heating parameters, when to control the flow of the flow of fluid that is flowing inside the pipeline. Wherein our three-dimensional monitoring system can provide more insights to the end user itself to take those corrective actions and enhance their productivity and the product quality itself. Got it. Got it. Sounds great. So uh, now we talked about our technologies and the patents around them. That definitely gives us an edge. Uh, but having now gone through a few years in building this product and gaining some good traction, how have you gone about or your team gone about into building modes into this uh, product? Yeah, so we have, we are on the technology aspects, we have uh, made a uh, few more improvements. Uh, in fact, uh, we as a researcher, the, the founding team of Zyma itself is backed by innovators and researchers. Whenever we went to the client and the client arises with a different requirements, we are making, extracting more information from our own sensor and providing more information to the end user, apart from what we thought we could provide as a solution to the end user. But we are a solution provider to the end user based on their critical requirements and addressing their pain points then and there. Got it. Next, what would be your advice to fellow entrepreneurs who are looking to make it zero to one in this field? With respect to the business side, the top advice is identifying the right pain point of the end user is the first criteria of us. Because we may solve a great problem for them, but whether it's a pain point for the end user has to be just identified and justified then the client will be of much more interest uh, to take up this product, which is helping him to address one of the critical pain points. Second, the customer segments has to be rightly identified. You may have a great product, but fitting into the right customer segment is the second point to be taken into account. Third, with respect to the certifications and compliances, that has to be addressed based on the customer segment, whichever we have been targeting. And when in a, this, this all starts with your entry points to have your pilots and to make some traction into the industries. But when you want to scale up your product into the next levels, you need to have a clear business model canvas. The business model canvas will provide you a clear picture of how the business has to be run and which are all the revenue sectors, and which are all the target customers, and how you can approach the target customers, who is the right decision maker you are going to meet them. Even if there is a delay, do you have a backup plan to run up the company into a different uh, feasibility, whether technological feasibility of your product will make sure you have an early entry into this industry, or you need to wait for a minimum viable product to be ready to enter into this industry. So these all things comes into picture. And of course, uh, your uh, GTM uh, go-to-market strategy is the key thing 
for you to scale up. Understood. Those are some really good, sound uh, advices. I want to hop on the customer segment part. How did uh, Zyma went about defining its customer segment in the initial days, and how did it change over the years? Uh, that's that's one of the valid questions. Uh, I think uh, where each entrepreneur should uh, have a vision or a thought process during this from right from scratch, uh, starting of his startup itself. It when you start a startup, you need to be all ears open, all eyes open. Wherever you get an opportunity, it's an opportunity for an in, for a startup to get your product seen in the real industrial environment. We were also in the same mood, and whenever we get an opportunity, we were targeting into a single operational. We start from over a wide range of sectors is what we have started with. But as we started our trials and uh, product acceptance and the performance acceptance, we have identified certain pain points of industries which we believe that this is the right place for Zyma to scale up because every customer seg- segments whichever you are selecting, need something for the next future of your company itself to scale up into a global market. Well, we have started with a glass manufacturer as our first customer, and next with the refrigerant industry, and next with the refinery, and next with metal industries, and next with lubricant manufacturers, and addressing certain other process and manufacturing industries. But right now, we have pivoted ourselves to be focusing more onto the oil and gas industry and metal manufacturers, where we have seen certain zones of interest of our technology itself and uh, focusing more onto those two segments itself, where we are solving a critical problem and where the industry was looking for a solution for the past two decades. And we have shown them the solution using our sensing technologies. That is a great story, I think, how almost a startup navigates through the various wide range of segments, as you mentioned, and then iterates towards a focus segment to have the problem solution fit. And that really comes out from that uh, aspect. Thanks for sharing that. So what are some of the biggest challenges uh, right now for Zyma? Right. So some of the biggest challenges for us into the scaling up model itself, uh, so few components of our, uh, though we are man- 90 percentage of the uh, products of ours are the sensor part has been done indigenously in our own facility. There are a few electronic components that we are procuring from outside uh, to take care of the digital- digitalization and the computational capabilities. Um, we believe that that has to be done uh, in-house where the costing can be controlled within our own uh, premise itself. Else, uh, this uh, this uh, semiconductor shortage is also affecting startups like us. Yes. To on, the, <laughs> uh, on the pricing side itself. So um, that, that, is, that is one of the biggest challenge on the product side, what we see right now. And second one is on the uh, scaling up model itself. So on the scaling up model, we would like to penetrate into the global market where certain certifications, our sensors are compiled for Indian uh, certifications, where we would like to go for international and certain certifications, we need to take it from the global 
uh, authority. The simple one is ATEC certification, which is provided for petrochemical industries. Across, uh, we do an installation in Europe or in US. So we are in the process of getting that certificate. That's, that's one of the few challenges which we see uh, right now uh, for penetration into the global market. Got it. And uh, how do you see the role of uh, AIML uh, contributing towards the growth of Saima? What have you envisaged uh, towards that angle? Right. So as on date, currently all of our sensors are only providing data to the end user on providing what is actually happening onto the material itself. The minute we change into the AI model or a data analytics model, even if the sensor fails at a particular location, this AI will predict the temperature on the failed zone based on the physics models and the temperature information that is pre-recorded into the system itself. Parallelly, we are also trying to extract multiple information from our ports model where we can measure multi-parameters simultaneously. In addition to the temperature and rheology, what we measure, we are also trying to extract more information on the fluid, fluid quality itself to be extracted using our sensor. And uh, we believe integrating our sensor data and the process models provided from the industry along with our AI and data analytics platform, will definitely increase the process efficiency into a next significant level, where a complete digital twin model is already being getting uh, uh, trained or a uh, predicted model is training on our dashboard itself, which will provide the asset integrity using our dashboard systems. Right. And often the solution that uh, you provide on top of a product, that becomes more valuable and more, at least from the end user perspective, uh, than the uh, product itself. And correct, so, correct. So uh, since, since we have done more onto the uh, R&D as an innovator, we want to see our products to be there first. <laughs> so that's the, the, the product. The product is the key uh, uh, to the uh, data or the data analytics A prediction models. That's the because foundation. That's the foundation. That's the foundation. Because uh, that the dense information from our sensor is the key for the decision, for the AI to make a decision. Yeah, agreed. Okay, uh, great. That, that, uh, so That's our tagline. Yeah. Sensor-driven decisions is Zaima's tagline. <laughs> Yeah, makes sense, complete. So, Nishant, uh, before we part, I want to ask this last question, which I really uh, like to ask my guests, is what has been some of the most unexpected or wackiest usage of your product that you have come across? Okay, right. <laughs> uh, so, one of the... Uh, okay, so let, let, me, let me put it in this way. So... We were never expecting our sensors to be uh, uh, for the measurement of uh, paints, for example. So, okay. yeah, <laughs> so rheology monitoring of paints. So one of the application came from uh, an industry. They said that we have some problem on paint. Uh, can you measure the rheological properties of the paint using your sensors? It was much more. <laughs> uh, we were we, we said we have never tried it. So the this 
the team came up with a paint bottle the next day and asked us to do some sample testing. And we have done testing and we have provided information to them. And we said, this is what we are getting using this sample. Uh, let us know if this is what you are expecting from this. <laughs> they said, yeah, this is more informative than what we are getting actually <laughs> from, the, from the end user. So that, that has opened up a new market itself for us. In fact, we have been uh, approached by different uh, paint industries to make these sensors, both in India and abroad, uh, to measure continuously using our sensors. And uh, very recently, we have just just after just after Diwali, a couple of days back, we have received our first international order of our product. Uh, from I am not surprised. <laughs> I'm I'm sure this is the first of many uh, with yeah. the kind of team that you have, the technology at the back and the vision. Uh, there will be quite few more, and maybe in a year's time, probably we sit down again and speak. <laughs> we have <laughs> even a lot of more traction, and we discuss uh, some other challenges than what we are yeah. discussing right now. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Okay, so Nishan, it's been great uh, talking to you today. Thanks for uh, sharing your story, your insights, and how Zyma is gearing up towards this or changing the way IoT-enabled uh, market is uh, performing and uh, the vision of the future. Thanks, and uh, all the best to the team. Right. Thank you. Thank you, Pranjit. Thanks for this opportunity. Thanks for the opportunity to share our ideas and thoughts uh, thanks on behalf of Zyma Analytics. Thank you very much.